Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, and Noah. We are in the fourth season of the Hooligan Hangout, your one-stop shop for entertainment news and movie reviews. And with that being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. Okay, so um, before we start the news, there was another death this week. Uh, very famous actor Christopher Plummer has died at the age of 91. If you didn't know him, he was most known for his no- roles in Knives Out. He was um, in Up and The Sound of Music. Bro. Rest in peace. He's such an old, nice old man. I know. All right, so um, we're going to get right into our 10 pieces of news we usually do. There wasn't like, like a lot of it was really interesting. In my opinion, like I don't think there's one singular piece of news that's not that interesting. So that's pretty cool. Um, for we're gonna start with uh, the GameStop stock is gonna be turned into two movies in a series. It's gonna be about GameStop and the surge that it went through. One's coming from Netflix, the other one's coming from MGM, and I'm not sure where the series is coming from. Why? I mean, okay. I don't. I don't it's... know. I could. Okay. You can't tell me. You can see that. I don't know <laughs> what they're gonna do. It's like a documentary movie. I mean, if it's like a documentary, yeah. But I don't think MGM is, has a documentary. I can see Netflix having a documentary. Yeah, because they're they're doing two different takes on it. That's weird. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Um, y'all remember um, Shotgun Wedding and how Army Hammer stepped down from the role? Yes. Y'all remember? Yeah. Okay, so um, they found his replacement. It's going to be uh, Josh Dumel. Whoever the heck that is. He's from, like, all the Transformers movies. <laughs> the Oh, is it that dude. crazy guy? The military dude. He's Wait, in other stuff, but that's just oh, where I remember guy? him from. Huh. Josh Dumel. Oh, that guy. <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there's that. I'm pretty sure he was uh, the voice actor of uh, Fanboy and Chum Chum. No, he wasn't. Was he? I think so. Or he was... I remember reading something that he was in it. No way. Yeah. Let me see. I know he's in a good chunk of stuff, but... Oh, he was... Oz. I don't I don't know who that is, but... Oh, he was. We're getting Oz in, in uh, Shotgun Wedding Boys. <laughs> 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 Okay, so this one, uh, man, this struck me. Uh, Little Yachty is developing an action heist movie based on the card game Uno. What? <laughs> no. Ew. <laughs> the heck? How are you going to... By, de- by developing, I don't know if it means he's directing, writing, or he's just like coming up with the main idea. <laughs> the movie itself doesn't sound good. But the fact that it's... He's going to get arrested and then they're going to throw a Uno reverse card. It's going to be the whole movie is him using Uno reverse cards to get out of trouble, bro. Oh my gosh. He's a little yachty. No way he has that kind of deep understanding of... I think it'd be... Maybe maybe it's an animated movie? Because I don't think they said it was live action, so... Either way, dog. Yeah, but I think it'd be funnier if it's animated. Actually, uh, the fact uh, that it's an action heist movie, I don't think they're going for comedy, <laughs> but it's probably going to make us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't watch that like at all. <laughs> I don't either, but 
We'll I want to watch happens. it just to see how bad it is. <laughs> Wait, it's actually good? <laughs> okay, um, next uh, we have uh, Michelle Rodriguez from Fast and Furious and Justice Smith, who recently was um, the main character in Detective Pikachu, will both join Chris Pine in the new Dungeons, Dungeons & Dragons film. Oh? So, I, am I am interested in seeing how that's going to turn out. Yeah, they're. Uh, I got I, cast as lead goblin for that movie, by the way. Lead goblin? Makes I got, sense. Yeah. Have I you got, looked at yourself lately? <laughs> yeah. I really let myself go after the tragic accident. I got lead hobbit. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're uh, slowly getting their cast together, and it's uh, it's a pretty solid cast so far. We'll see how that turns out, though, with all the rest of the casting news, which will probably come in the next few months. Okay, next is um, Universal's Dracula film, which is was now set to be writ- written, directed, and produced by uh, Chloe Zhao. Zhao. I'm sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. And uh, it's being described as a new take on the on the Dracula, Dracula genre, and it's just, um, the words that are described is futuristic and sci-fi western. Sci-fi western, that's sci-fi western, western. and that—that's futuristic. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. I, I didn't. That's exactly what I said. I was really excited up until you brought out that description. <laughs> that's exactly how I felt reading it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, at least I didn't lie about it being a fresh take. <laughs> right. That's I mean, what, that's what I said. Yeah. I shouldn't bash on it. It it could turn out well. Sci-fi oh, western. Dracula. Dracula's about to be a robot. <laughs> Put your hands up! It's high noon. Hmm. And they just bite you. Just comes down and bites <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. What if it's just Dracula versus RoboCop? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dracula versus Chuck Norris. The most ambitious crossover of the decade. I'd watch that though, honestly. <laughs> Me too. Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> okay, we uh we got some more Borderlands news. Um last week we covered Kevin Hart playing Roland. Now we have Jamie Lee Curtis going to star as Tannis, which is a that's a pretty big name to add to this movie in my opinion. And I honestly think it's a pretty solid casting. As who? Uh Tannis. She's a scientist. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Oh, yeah, actually, I do know what you're talking about. She's the one in Knives Out, right? Yeah, she's in. Yeah, uh, and she's the. Um, uh, I think I know which character she is in the game. She's also from Halloween. Halloween. The goat from Halloween and Freaky and Friday. From Freaky Friday. Yeah. Oh yeah, Freaky <laughs> Friday. Yeah. Which she should play the part good. I mean, I think I think this is what was a good casting, depending on how they want it take the direction of the character way better than kevin well, then, hart but yeah this casting the thing that gets me is me like off from the kevin hart thing though yeah that's what i'm saying that's a good casting i think but it's not the same type of casting as what kevin hart is in so i feel yeah. like i don't know what direction they're gonna go in yeah we're all a little confused <laughs> until they release some type of teaser or trailer or something yeah but yeah, so um, next up, um, Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther, is now set to direct the new Disney Plus series, which is set in Wakanda. Wakanda Adventures, basically. That's what I'm hearing. Well, that's going to be good, I think. I think, I don't know. Personally, there's just way too many Disney Plus series out there. 
Or nah. There's going to be. I'll get used like, to it. There's like 50 of them. Get used to it. It's going to be ramped up in the next two years. Yeah, and if you don't That's watch one good. of them, you're going to have no idea what's going on in the movies now. So I really don't even want to watch very many of them. It's okay. I didn't <laughs> either. I'm like barely catching up on WandaVision. WandaVision is actually not that I don't bad. even want to watch that. Oh, I think it's interesting. I just haven't been watching it. I'll just read on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it'll be cool seeing... Because, like, even in Black Panther, there's so much we saw just from the environment of Wakanda, so it'd be cool just to explore it even yeah. more than we have. So, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. All right, next is... um. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced her name. Uh, Stacy Osai Kufour. She was a writer on the show Watchmen, and she's now set to write the new Blade film. Ooh. Which Watchmen was pretty That gives good. me hope because Watchmen's dark, Blade's a dark character. That gives me a little bit of excitement for that thing. Yeah. Or she was one that of the That gives writers. me hope that they're not going to like marvel the new Blade. Unless they do. Did y'all hear that? That story about uh, Ant-Man with uh, Edgar Wright was supposed to write it, which no. I love him as a director. Edgar Wright was supposed to write Ant-Man, and then... Um, he just completely stopped talking to Kevin Feige. Yeah, no, 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 no. They basically um, shunned him off because they he went a different direction than they wanted to. Like, he wasn't as comedic with the script as they wanted him to be, basically, is what I'm getting from what I read. Like, he had yeah, a vision, well, and they were just like, nah... I mean, if they're letting Deadpool be rated R, I would assume they're ready to mature a little bit more, maybe. I hope so, because I was shocked by that. I didn't know Edgar Wright was attached to it, because he's a really good director, so I was surprised that they were like, nah. But apparently he wrote the, the scene where, um, what's it called? I forgot his name, with Michael Pena's character. When he tells the oh, story. Oh, the stories? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he wrote bro, that. Those are the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, bro, that's the only thing you used of his script? Like, why? <laughs> used the whole script. Well, they used the best part, so. Right. Okay, uh, this one took me for a loop. So, um, actor Jeffrey Wright, who is playing Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman, um, he's going to voice the Batman in a comedic podcast titled Batman The Audio Adventures from HBO Max. That's cool. I think it's the I fact that I don't it's, know what to say to that. Right? That's funny. I think the fact <laughs> that it's comedic is what's funny. Yeah. Imagine just tuning in on the radio and just listening to Batman talk to you through like, <laughs> of, like an audio comic book on the radio. On that would way be to awesome. <laughs> I want to know how he's going to voice him. Like, is it going to be like serious Batman making dumb jokes? Or is he going to be like, Joker, <laughs> you've made <Joker>. your match. <laughs> uh, you've met your maker. Cause that'd be even funnier. I actually like really want to listen to it when it comes. I don't know when it's gonna come out, but I'm signing the petition to make Noah voice the Joker. <laughs> I'm down, Batman. <laughs> it's not serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a little for y'all. Uh, last piece of news for the week. Okay, so the CW has officially renewed the Flash for another season and Batwoman for season three. What the? F- That's still a thing. Why are they still going with Batwoman? <laughs> Either one of those is still a thing. I never thought Batwoman was that popular at all, so I don't know why they're doing Batwoman, and I don't know. And yet, from what y'all are saying about Flash, I don't know why they're doing Flash either. Yeah, I didn't even bother watching this last season. I didn't either. 
Is that bad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just hoping the movies do my man some justice. Well, um, I'm not going to find if that out for a while. not the animated but... movies, I do. Also, this came out literally this morning as I woke up to record. Uh, Sonic 2 has an official release date on April 8th, 2022. Ooh, nice with that breaking and news. And the, the logo features Tails. I still haven't watched the first Sonic. But... You, you really should. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought it was yeah, really, really good. good. Yeah. Mm. Especially for a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is your Hang 10 News for the Week. And we're going to get right into our game, which is Score Streak. Roger that. And if y'all don't know, Score Streak is the game that we're playing for this season. Uh, basically, since I am so far behind, I'm going to be the only one giving them questions. And it's going to be a race between Noah and Anthony to see who wins. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Edward Host. <laughs> Edward Host. <laughs> yes, boys. And the point of the game is I will give them different movies from different review websites and they have to try to guess what the critics gave the the movie. Oh yeah. So we're since we did a romantic comedy this uh this week, I did a singular romantic comedy. Excuse me? The, a singular? So you only pick romantic one movie? comedy. Yeah, we'll, this, we'll, we'll talk about it. Is, we'll talk okay. about it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I did the only romantic comedy to this date that I enjoy, Palm Springs on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, okay. I can work with this. All right, I'm good, I think. Anthony? I'm good. All right. Three, two, one, go. 95. Anthony? Noah was three points off. It was a 94. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes loved this movie. It was Why a great did movie. IMDb I love it as a seven, then. Because the IMDb hates everything. Dude, that's pretty Rotten good Tomatoes for IMDb. That's good for IMDb. Though. It really is, though. Like, some of these other good movies that we enjoy, they gave like a four. <laughs> Dang. You really All teased right. Anthony there, too. You said Aunt Noah got the point. <laughs> I know. I <was> like, yes. <laughs> Take that, Noah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that means all the all the movies this week offer Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, kind of awkward. Wait, uh, why? I don't know. It's just what I chose because oh, it's harder okay. for y'all to guess right on. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. The next one, we're taking it way back to our childhood, boys. Oh. Ooh. The Fox and the Hound. Oh, that's oh, my favorite. Dang. That's my one of my favorite Disney movies. As a kid. Dang, what could they give it on Rotten Tomatoes, though? Classic animated film. Because I don't know if Rotten Tomatoes liked it. Hmm, that's like a... Okay, I guess I'm ready. Me as well. Alright, three, two, one, go. 87. 85. Anthony is closer, oh. but still off. They actually gave it a 70. Really? Oh, well, that's not too bad, actually. Some of the reviews. One of the more homely Disney animated features. Mm -hmm. Rachel Wagner said, it's just really lame. Huh? What? What about that movie (laughs) is lame? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Okay. Oh, but it says she's a YouTube reviewer. 
a YouTube Chloe and Klutzy, a helpless callback to a number of truly classic movies that it couldn't hope to equal, let alone better. What? Why is she comparing it to older movies? Okay. No, this is a different person. <laughs> Still. Well, they're dumb. They're wrong, so. This movie also <laughs> came out in 1981, so I'm not sure how many animated classics really came out before it. But anyway. Right. Robin, that was <laughs> oh, Robin, Hood, Robin Hood, Jungle Book. It only has like 27 reviews, too, so. No, I guess not- it just takes a couple of them to knock it down a bit. I guess it takes like 50 years for them to knock it down. The audience score is at 78%, though. Mm. I guess that's okay. Yep. All right. The next two kind of go hand-in-hand with each other. They're in the same franchise. Oh, okay. This first one is the original Rocky. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Um, Okay. All right, three, two, one, go. Ninety-eight. Ninety-two. Anthony was closest. Oh, yes. It was a ninety-four. Oh, it should, it should be close. high. It should be higher. It should be. You want to know what the audience score was? Why are you laughing? Why? Oh no! Don't tell me. It's a sixty-nine. Wow. I look, man. I have no clue. But apparently, people just hate it. How do you hate Rocky? Stallone is an Oscar-nominated screenwriter. Think about that for a second. Two stars. Bizarrely overrated, but with some great performances and a rousing final fight. Three stars. It sounds like they just don't like Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Not the movie. That's garbage. All right. The next one is Creed One. Creed, okay. Mm-hmm. I can work. I have not seen the Creed movies. I know. Dude, they're freaking good. You I, have to. I haven't either, but I have an idea of what the rating might be. All right. All right. Three, two, one, go. Ninety-two. 80, I'm sticking with the same one because I. Kind of don't Anthony know. was closer. Creed actually got a ninety-five. How did it get higher than Rocky? Higher than the original. That's true. How did it get higher than Rocky? What the heck, dude? I'm telling you, Creed is a fantastic movie. No, oh, I under I understand, but still, it, I'm telling you, it's literally like probably just as good as Rocky one. Dang. The audience score gave it an eighty-nine on this one. I mean, all right, I guess. <laughs> That's better than uh, Rocky. <laughs> Fun fact, Creed is actually the highest rated movie in uh, the entire franchise. What? Like, including all of the Rockies. Dang. I think that's weird that it's in the same franchise. That's funny. Makes sense, well, though. Sylvester Stallone kind of... Oh, I Rocky's forgot. Yeah, yeah. Creed's trainer. <laughs> I forgot he's in it, yeah. He's Creed's trainer. Yeah. Old man Stallone. All right. And that's all we have for the game for the week, boys. Oh, I was afraid you were going to say that. Mega so I afraid. definitely beat Noah this week. You kind of clapped Noah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> what did you get, like three out of the four this week? Yeah. <laughs> there, there's two episodes left, right? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I got 15 points. You got 19. I would literally need a perfect week next week to tie it up. I assume I'm not going to yep. get that, but if I get at least three, I'll be okay. Oh, you won't, so. <laughs> <laughs> I will fuck you. Oh, my God. On that note, we're going to get right into our sponsor. All right, everybody. This week, we watched Lockdown on HBO Max. It was directed by Doug Lemon. Is that how you say his name? I think it's Lyman. Lyman. Lemon. I don't know. It was starring <laughs> Anne Hathaway as Linda, as Linda and Chowetel Ejiofor as Paxton. I have no clue how to say his name. <laughs> Otherwise known as Chewy Ed. Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry, um, we love you. <laughs> so the summary is, just as they decide to separate, Linda and Paxson find life has other plans when they are stuck at home in a mandatory lockdown. Cohabitation is proving to be a challenge, but fueled by poetry and amounts of wine, it will bring them closer together in the most surprising way. So it's Edward, basically... copious, by the way. Oh, shut up, Edward. Copious amounts of wine. Go on, Anthony, sorry. So this movie was kind of about COVID and the lockdown and the daily lives of these two people during lockdown. But we will start off with the three-word game. Do you want to start us off? I want to go go last. I want to go first. Okay. Fuck rom-coms. Okay. (laughs) That's it? Okay. Yep, that's it. I wouldn't even describe this as a rom com. My three words I, are my three words are COVID anti rom com. Because they're basically locked down the entire time, and they're and the issue is they're they're trying to get they're like divorced, they're separated basically, but they live in the same house and they got stuck in lockdown together in London because you know London actually takes COVID seriously, and um, that causes a problem because now they're just kind of by themselves. And the whole movie was them learning to reconnect, though. They, they even said it in the description. Other. They don't love each other. Bro, you know that's not what the movie is doing until, what, the very end? Last scene? That's exactly what it was setting up the entire time. If you didn't recognize that right off the bat, then you haven't seen enough rom-coms. I'll explain this in my... Edward, how many rom-coms have you seen? Blatantly thrown out there. Dude, I'm the oldest child, and my mom has nothing but boys. Who do you think my mom watched them with? I mean, I guess. I don't... Okay. I'll explain in my cons what I mean. So my three words is captured lockdown perfectly. What the... Yes, it did. And I will stick to that. But anyways, okay. now we can go to our three flaws of the movie. What do y'all think? Yeah. <laughs> yes, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What are your three flaws, Edward? Um, <laughs> uh, to start off with, this movie had the most predictable plot out of any movie I've ever seen in my life. I could have told you what was going to happen after watching the first like ten minutes of it. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree okay. too. What the fuck? <laughs> what? But anyways, continue. Yeah, I said it was predictable because you know from the moment they set it up to have these two attempted divorces, you already know that by the end of the movie they were going to 
be forced back together. Like it's nothing new, nothing groundbreaking. It's exactly what it set out to do. I don't know. I honestly believe that they were the whole movie. They were gonna continue with the divorce. It only felt like, like towards um, the end. It only felt like Paxton loved her, to be honest. Yeah. Until the end, when she caught feelings again because of right. their little adventure. And also, they straight up like robbed diamonds. How would you have predicted that? I, I guess I'll just I'll cut that out. That's my. That's one of my flaws. Is where the fuck is up with that? It's like a mini heist movie. That's what I was gonna go into next. But all right, thanks, ah, fuckers. You can go ahead and go into it. I don't have many flaws because not a lot to the movie. <laughs> Well, thank you for reading my three flaws out. Fuck you, Noah. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> Great mind. Noah, what are your flaws? <laughs> um, well, we can all agree that one of the flaws was that it turned into a fucking mini heist movie. Yes. That... Um, I did out say... Out of fucking nowhere. Like... Yeah. Uh, that's, what, that's why when you said the plot was predictable, I was like, you could not have predicted that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that didn't do shit for the plot. <laughs> exactly. That was the plot. Yeah, no, the no. bike ride was more important to the plot than the fucking diamond heist was itself. Dude, the 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 guy was more in love with his bike than he was in love with his wife. I yeah, he was like, I'm gonna lose my the one person I love. I guess I'll throw that. Like I guess this that'll be one of my flaws instead of like the one of Noah's is that. Both of the characters were like so infatuated with whatever the hell they were doing, like separately. I feel like that's kind of why they fell out of love to begin with. Yeah. And both characters to me were just extremely unlikable. Like I didn't like either one of them. I thought yeah. Anne Hathaway's character was a bitch, and I thought the uh, Chewy Edge's character was just kind of dumb. I just thought the character background like their backgrounds are very freaking like bland like you would think like that much time in lockdown we would get a lot more character development and background but we didn't like, there wasn't much character development because they weren't the growing movie. because they were like they were growing apart and not together so i feel like there was less room for character development and that's my third thing it was very very slow at least the first half of the movie because of like i get that it's in lockdown but there's ways you can make that interesting see okay that was one of my my positives though is that it i feel like it really per- pictured what quarantine was like you know like i feel like okay. it was like a really good interpretation of everyday life which is it might have been slow but that's what i liked about it yeah i could see that but at the same time the movie doesn't do anything to like progress the story in like what the first half of the movie like nothing interesting happens at all you see i i agree with what you're saying anthony it was really accurate to what it the quarantine felt like in real life but at the same time it's a movie and it's meant to be entertaining and how much of hollywood is actually real to real life like if i'm gonna watch a movie about it i want it to be entertaining i already lived through it i don't need it to be depicted to me when i'm literally still living in it right now like yeah and i don't and i don't know if y'all this reminded me i don't know if y'all saw marriage story but that's that movie was was really good and oscar worthy and it was slow and it had scenes with lots of exposition but a lot but it was interesting because every scene something was going on something like to progress right. the story this That's movie true. was literally them screaming at each other about baking bread and buying milk at the grocery store right <laughs> and cigarettes don't forget the cigarettes and hiding flour from and opium. each other 
and opium. Oh, yeah, and opium. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are my cons. Uh, you got any, Anthony? Or um, I don't – okay. I may just need y'all to explain this to me because this is – maybe I just didn't understand it. Okay. But obviously, they're stealing the, da- the diamond, which is illegal, right? It's like a heist. It's a th- uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the guy's job? That I did not understand. He was a delivery. He was a driver. package delivery. Yeah, I thought like he was already package. taking the diamond in the first place. No. Yes, but he was taking it to New York. The whole point was to swap it out for a fake diamond. He wasn't going to steal the it. Entire point. Yeah, right. he, was, he wasn't going to steal it. But why? Okay, before uh, they talked <clears throat> about stealing it. Okay, he yeah. was like Braxton was telling his whatever. Um. He was like, okay, here's what, here's my job. I have to do it at the Holland, whatever, or whatever it's called. And she's like, no, you can't do that because I'm going to be working there. So you're not going to get away with it, right? Yeah. Because he was faking his name so he could deliver it because he had a criminal Why? record. Because they, did, wouldn't, did they, wouldn't, not- they wouldn't let him deliver such a classified package because of his criminal record. That's the only because of the lockdown. Because of the lockdown. Well, it's because of the lockdown. They only had two like delivery drivers with no criminal record, so they didn't have enough people to take that. So it was illegal for him to do that because they gave him a fake ID, fake uh, name, and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's why he was getting the promotion, because it would be like a risk? Yes. Gotcha. Okay, then, okay, that does make sense. Yes, sir. Well, then that's not a flaw, because that actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, all I was going to say is... There is nothing like comedic about this movie, so I don't know why it's classified as a rom com. Yeah, because it tried to be funny. Like the whole. I don't think it did. did. The whole. I don't think it did. Yeah, it did. It definitely tried to be funny. The whole baking bread thing. The whole him being in love with his bike was supposed to be a funny. I don't thing. think that was supposed to be funny. It was. It was a hundred percent. Well, they did a funny. I don't they, think so. They did a very bad I'm, job showing it. I'm a hundred percent sure that this movie tried to be funny, but it just didn't work whatsoever. Yeah, Andrew. I'm a hundred percent sure. It I don't know. Didn't hit because I didn't see that either. The only thing I thought was funny was Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, that was funny. I actually <laughs> liked that, that part. The whole opium thing was supposed to be a joke. The baking the bread thing was supposed to be a joke. There was a joke about him being like this funny ladies man type thing. The whole trip to the store, him riding his bike around and coming back and being like, yeah, I invented a new game. <laughs> it's where you go in the red lights and stop under green lights. <laughs> that was supposed <laughs> to be funny. But no, none of that was funny. Well, all right. Well, what are your positives? <laughs> oh, are you done with yours? Oh, my positives? Like I said... I feel like it uh, It really showed quarantine. I just, it was slow, but I like genuinely liked it. So, I don't know. I like that they did do like a mini heist at the end. <clears throat> but I'm just really happy that they didn't try to make it this like huge, elaborate, like complex thing. And they just made it really simple. And I liked that. <laughs> I, was, I think that was one of the things I didn't like was how like easy it was for them to just walk away with a $3 million freaking diamond. Yeah. And, they, and they said it was because quarantine, because the pandemic, that's why. But one thing like I didn't like. Heist of all time. Like, I love that it was simple and everything, but at the same time, I kind of didn't like that because there are times, especially when her old 
co-worker came in that she fired yeah and she was like oh yeah we're about to steal this and you're gonna lie for us right and he's just like you know what i'm a lame person and this is something cool so sure i'll lie for you that's basically what he said you can't expect <laughs> that to ever happen yeah right? and then also like- were there not cameras in that room because i mean there had to be because she was like you need to step to the left one time and i assume that was for the camera i but- assume that was for that too I don't know. That just that oh, that whole scene. But even if was, you if, if it was for the camera, he was literally already holding it in his hands outright. I know. Before and then for a long time too. Yeah. I don't know. Also, do people outside of America really not know who Edgar Allan Poe is, or is it just a gimmick in here? Because uh, I see it was just a gimmick. I'm like ninety nine percent sure if anyone were to walk anywhere with Edgar Allan Poe trying to be their name, every single person would be like. You're uh-huh. stupid. I did think that I did. I did think that was funny. They were like, he was like, I met Galen Poe, and they're like, who? Like, who? he was like, do you know him? He was like, huh? It was funny the first time whenever they were. He was like, yeah. Well, turns out there was nothing but like twelve-year-old security guards or like jokes like that. Like they were just all super young. Yeah. But once you get to like the super high-profile rich part where everyone should be pretty educated, then you would assume that they should. It would it. be a real issue. Yeah. Wait, to be fair, one of the guy did know who he was. He was like, doesn't this name sound a little bit familiar? Yeah, and then he just completely like, just ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. So, anyways, that's all on the negatives. But positives, just, I, I can't think of any, like, specifically. I just, overall, I enjoyed it. Okay. I think that yeah. it was slow, but it wasn't too slow that I got bored. And then also, I feel like the highest part wasn't rushed. And I like that. So okay. I feel like the timing is <clears throat> well. Yeah. I, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. I only had really one flaw. I mean, not flaw, one pro. And that's really just that I really enjoyed their performances. I really enjoyed Anne Hathaway's performance. Especially. Yeah. She, she always does good, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But she had so much. Yeah. Well, they both had a lot of um, exposition, exposition and scenes filled with a shit ton of dialogue which i thought it was pretty good writing to be fair for their scenes and they they did a good job at that yeah i agree but uh that's it well i guess i could say i did like the idea of um a lockdown thing but i didn't expect it to be like you know like the cliche like how they're separating and then they're together by the end like i legit thought after the heist they were just gonna separate the way they were making it sound. So I was like, I guess that's kind of interesting just because it's a little different. But And then they loved each other again. So I was like, I really okay. wish they would have separated though because well, I, I feel like, did, like you said, it kind of set it apart from other movies. Yeah, I'm but, telling you, I well. called it from the start. Like there is no way that they were not going to end up back together at the end of that movie no matter what you see i thought that but i gave them a little i gave them a little bit of hope i was like you know what maybe this movie will is not about love maybe it's anti maybe it's it's different but no it wasn't bro the description literally says they grow i, back I don't together. i don't i don't care what the <laughs> description says <laughs> but it, if you would have then you would have known exactly what you were getting into to be fair i like going into most of my movies blind i only saw one trailer for this I didn't watch the trailer. I just read the description. I was like, all right, guess what we're doing. Even the trailer, it sh- even the trailer, the first half of the trailer went from like, um, how they're like 
splitting apart surviving and the, they, the they hate each other yeah and then it went straight into a heist and i like legit when i saw the trailer i was like what the fuck just happened <laughs> <laughs> like i was like what is this movie supposed to be about but that's okay. that's, that's all i have i Sorry. didn't watch the trailer <clears throat> or yeah. read the description yeah my positive is uh <clears throat> it, it wasn't terrible well for a romantic comedy it was run in the mill it wasn't like a bad one yeah i was gonna say i I didn't think it was like terrible it just wasn't new or imaginative or great or you know anything i look for when when watching a movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) it didn't tickle my fancy it wasn't like like Palm Springs, it like merged like the sci-fi genre in there, which is something that you hardly see. Like it didn't like merge genres; it stuck in its genre, but it also didn't try to push the genre to places where it hadn't been before. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like I'm pretty sure there's a whole movie about people being stuck in an elevator and falling in love, and that probably had a better plot and more believable characters. Than Christ, the whole movie in an got. elevator. <laughs> That's basically what we watch. <laughs> just out of nowhere, just out of nowhere, yeah. she she wants to become this like thief. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll be set up for life. Don't worry. Well, I wouldn't say out of nowhere because she did say that she liked being bad, but then at the same time, it went from like motorcycle gang straight into stealing a three million dollar diamond. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it kind of makes sense just because I feel like the opportunity was just laid out in front of them and easy. And she, I know she hated the company, but damn, it was but like going from like this housewife to like a straight up diamond jewel thief fuck it jewel thief time (laughs) like i would like to think if i was presented that opportunity i'd be like nah but apparently just a random english suburban couple would be like hell yeah she's not even english either (laughs) she was forced to london for her job I thought that scene with um, when she fired those people was <laughs> was freaking crazy. That was actually kind of funny. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I chuckled. Yeah, the only <laughs> the only part um, that I was like, oh, was whenever the that one guy like had his kid in his lap when she was about to do. Oh it. yeah, I was like, oh, if I was her, <laughs> he like, did it I would purpose too because he yeah. knew what was going on. He was like, yeah. let's make this woman feel terrible. Yeah, I would feel so bad if I was her. That's why I was like, oh, damn. And then they were just like, you know what? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just left. And they're like, wow, wow. I see a dunk. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. Was that all your, are your pros? Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else? I'm ready for the rating. Oh, wait, one more thing. Um, is it just me or they just like the whole like issue they were trying to solve was solved in, in an elevator right yeah yeah where he was yeah. like okay so what's the problem and she was like okay here's the problem i don't know yeah i, I hated that they're like all right so what went wrong uh <laughs> yeah just like are um, you getting divorced i, I don't know. know like what What the? F- maybe we shouldn't okay <laughs> that's exactly the whole movie now Right. <laughs> I hate it so much. God. 
and the, and also the convenience, like we said earlier, with the dude that like had to lie for them to the police, and then all, and then she's like, "Oh no, they won't check the replica. Don't worry." I think that might have been the dumbest thing too. Is like, why would they not test it right when they received it, just to make sure? Right. Like, yeah. in what real world scenario would they, the person who bought the three million dollar diamond, not check to see if it's real when he got it? Within right? like until like twenty years later, at minimum. Yeah. It, like, who does that? <laughs> Exactly. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because COVID. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> just kidding. I, I know. I got it. it. was a joke after I, yeah, it, it just took me <laughs> a second for my brain to process. <laughs> brain went burr. Also, Anthony said it in like such a serious tone. He had me for a second. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's Lockdown, the romantic heist movie of the year. <laughs> I'm giving it a four. Ooh, God. Two weeks in a row, Jeez. I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it... Oh, I was going to give it a seven, but that seems pretty high now, so I'll give it a six. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't it think just... it did much, because like, even the heisting just threw me off completely. It was like... The story, at best, was mediocre, but then the way it was delivered was... Was what dropped it down from a five, like middle five to a four. See, because it's not like a terrible movie, but it's just there's too many little things. It's just a waste of time. It was way yeah. too long for the story that it presented. Yeah, like for a two hour movie, I expected a lot more ups and downs instead of just an incline. That's why when I got halfway through the movie and nothing important happened, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then they're like, "Oh." Heist, heist movie, heist. <laughs> I was like, huh? Uh-huh. I was like, I was like the Mr. Krabs meme when he's all looking around. You see, you know how a lot of the gripes I have with long movies, and I'm like, well, if they would have just done the first half and called it quits, there would have been great. I think if they would have stuck with the second half here and like kind of skimmed through the first half, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, because there was like, no just focused on the heist part. There was really no buildup. Just one day, she was like, "Hey, you know what? I hate my company. You know what? You want to steal this diamond?" It wasn't even like a day before. Yeah. Like they didn't even decide they were gonna do it until they were there, and they were like, "So, uh, we're gonna do it." Okay. They. Oh yeah. We, they are, we all knew. Both of them knew, and all everyone watching knew they were gonna steal it. Yeah, but they they legit were like, "All right, it's now or never. Do you want to do it?" Yeah. Well, I don't know because it seemed like the girl didn't want to, but the guy was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 bro. Let's do it. Let's do it, bro. Come on, love. Let's do it. Let's steal this diamond. Let's get Ryan in it." Also, I'm, life. why did that one guy not take the 200000 Or more. I would have taken more. <laughs> uh, what? The one that guy that didn't say anything? Hit her. The guy, oh, because he oh. literally just said, oh, I've never done anything cool in my life. This is my chance. That's all I need. Yeah. And he legit, literally, that's it. He, was like, he legit didn't care about anything. Even after getting fired, he said, screw the company. You're cool, Linda. Yeah. That's the entire heist. Is everyone who's just like Linda, you're the best. Linda, you're great. Good job, Linda. <laughs> and that, that, that's what's funny because you would you would think he'd uh, since he just got fired in the pandemic, he'd be pretty pissed at her, right? Right. That's what I assumed would happen. That he's just like, you know what? You go on ahead. That's the movie. That's it. Well. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, make sure to follow and review to be notified when we get new content. And while you're at it, if you want to hear us talk about something other than movies, check out our YouTube channel. It's linked down below.
And if you want to know what goes on behind the scenes or what the one an early scoop on future projects, follow our Instagram and Twitter, also linked below. And remember, and remember say, say hi, hi to your mom, mom for us. <laughs>